Welcome to the Gig Axon Podcast with Rich Francis and James Liu. The only podcast where digital meets mind. To take part live on our YouTube channel, interact with us, ask questions and play your part in the show, check out our website at www.gigaxon.com. For full details, until then, enjoy the show. Hi guys and welcome to another show at Gig Axon with myself, James Lou, and Richard Francis. We're going big style different today. I'm going to let and pass you over to Rich who's really going to knock your socks off today. Right, so good evening people. Very, very quick one. Tonight is going to be very, very fresh. So on the title, yes, we did actually call BS with our title we're actually using on this. So tonight's going to be a little bit different. Topic number one is going to be how the world is changing. Topic number two is how the attention is actually shifting. And topic number three is, do you intend to capitalize on this? That's the question. So let's go straight into topic number one. And that is obviously, how is the world changing? Now, from my perspective, I like to think of it as when people tend to come up with this statement, which by the way, I'm hearing far too much recently. And that is like, you know, get in the real world, whatever. Well, I'm seeing far too much of things happening online nowadays to believe that things aren't moving a little bit. I mean, James, from your perspective, as someone who has an online business as well, have you noticed the impact and the amount of like change in the dynamic? I mean, more advertising is actually done online now than offline so surely doesn't that give some sort of weight to this statement huge amounts um when you look at where sales are going at the moment rich i think you mentioned uh in one of our previous shows so go check out the previous shows guys but you mentioned in one of the previous shows that the first year ever um it's been announced that online sales have now overtaken sales anywhere else so that in itself should be a statement of just where our people's eyes are these days because if people and businesses are spending huge amounts of collateral on trying to get people's attention and all of that money is being plowed in online, that should give you a huge amount of indication to exactly where people's eyes are at the moment when it comes to um, the real world. So it really is one of those things where where is the real world these days? Is it online or is it the fact that we are actually, our physical bodies are stuck in the virtual world? I mean, I, you're absolutely right. I did make a statement like this not long back. And the exact statement was in a previous seminar I was watching, it was finally announced that from the data collected, the online marketing spend, okay, this year, was the first year ever where more money was spent online marketing than it was offline. And by that, I mean TV ads, which we know are notoriously expensive if you want a prime time slot. 
air, airwave ads, so things like that on radio, billboards, okay? And we know how expensive these things are, but yet for the first time ever, more money was spent online. But then is that hard to imagine when you know that 83% of all money spent on online marketing goes across the two big boys, which is Google and Facebook. And the more the demand grows in that area, the more people are obviously going to go, well, this is working, so why wouldn't you follow? And because of this, obviously, it's <laughs> supply and demand, right? It's always how it's been. It's time old. It's always been that way. So when people say, like, get in the real world, it really makes me think because I'm like, well, if that's the case, why are more and more businesses going online? Well, there's a simple reason to that, and I've heard this before. Let me ask you this, anyone who's watching, if you're sat there watching TV, not Netflix, where you have the ability to skip ads, and all of a sudden, the brakes come on, and there's a five-minute intermission, or maybe it's half-time in the football or your favourite sport, where do your eyes go? Don't lie to me, your phone comes out every time, right? So you're there on social media, chatting away, or scrolling through your newsfeed, you know, looking for the bottom of your newsfeed. Never happens, right? And all of a sudden, you go past ad after ad after ad, and all of these posts. So if all the people's eyes and attention is moving to that area, surely that leave enough there to say, I really don't think we're in the real world anymore. I think more people are now spending longer online. So it's hard to know really which one carries more weight. Two point, two points. You actually know as well um, what the figure is of how many times you look at your phone in a day. Recent figure I came across um, that um, was being done through scientific research as well. So it's pretty reliable. Obviously, it does depend on exactly on the full demographics. I didn't know too much about the full demographics, but it came from a good trusted source, at least. Do you know what, how, what the average is? The average person looks how many times at their phone per day? 150, I'm going to make a guess at. A bit high, but it's 120. 120 times. Don't shock me. And that's the average person as well. So, obviously, there are you know, people that do it a bit less. People do have a lot more, but on average, 120 times you look at your phone. Um, and when you actually stop trying to look at your phone, what's the first thing you want to do most? <laughs> look Smash at your, your head against the brick wall, right? Yeah, it's it, it's such a weird thing. Like if you look, thought about of our arm now. If you look, if you thought about years ago when you had you watched films like The Matrix, and you would see thing, something like deja vu and in that film they they portrayed that as basically that's them trying to take change the game well we're now in a part where we're almost like that but on the other way around so rather than us think we're in you know maybe a fake world that's being digitized we're actually living one all the time online which is constantly changing and you know at the end of the day the online space is never like fixed. It's fluid. It's always changing. Um, yeah, you have the big boys that will always stay at the top, or at least at the moment. Um, subject to change, <laughs> it always is. Um, but 
at the end of the day, it, it's it's crazy how we've, you know, we've visioned this for years in films, yet we haven't yet got to the point where we've actually started to think, actually, a lot of this has come true. It's it's almost like Star Trek all over again, where if you look at any Star Trek fan, they'll turn around and say most of the technology you're holding your hand or you're using in your day-to-day thing has come from inspiration from their TV series. So mobile phones, well, that was the old, like, you know, transporter, you know, device that they had. Transporter, tricorder. Tricorder, that's the one, tricorder. And tons of different things. So at the end of the day, it's what what you see in, like, a lot of scientific films and even TV series. the future, perfect example. It's because people come up with the idea and other people rarely want to make it reality. And yeah, we might not be miles, you know, where we think we're going to be, like hoverboards or some things, you know, that might never quite come reality. They've, they've come close. I've, I've seen a few event, inventions that have come close to having a hoverboard, but at the same time, there are some things that are just like maybe a bit too far away from reality. One, mm, one last thing I want to drop on this topic before we move to number two. Let me ask you this, right? 10 years ago, if you needed your pool cleaning, oops, what did everyone do? So you happen to own a swimming pool, right? Everyone used to go for what? Big book, right? If you're in the UK, by the way, you'll know where I'm going with this. Big book, it was yellow and it was called what? Pages. Yellow pages. And that was a directory and there was a business one where you could go to to find someone to clean your pool. Would you like to know how most people deal with that nowadays? Okay, Google. Find me people to clean my swimming pool. Here's a matching video. Answer. And I can scroll down. And I have all the Google listings of all the people in my area who could accommodate my needs, including instructional videos if I wanted to do it myself. So now, how can we possibly say that we're living in the real world when I can have my problems solved in a matter of seconds? Why would I go to a book, which is something that is dated, when I can literally go to the virtual world and ask very, very quickly, how do I get this? Or if I was getting shopping, you can even order your shopping, Amazon Alexa, things like that, all take care of it for you. So if we know this, then I would say it's more than likely what we're doing right now, where we are right here, this is slowly becoming non-existent and now we are almost fully involved and immersed in this and this. So unless there's anything you'd like to add to that, I shall shift to topic two, brother. Let's go to topic two, because I do have something that could add on to that, but it's probably closer tied to, so let's move on. So we want to talk a bit deeper about how the attention is actually shifting. So we touched on it just slightly. We touched the tip of the iceberg a minute ago. So let's go deeper into the attention shifting. James, go for it, mate. So when you look at business, which is a great example of places that, were always in what we are maybe terming the virtual world. Um, and they've always had to like progress with technology at the time. Now, one of the things that 
really was a massive game changer for loads of businesses, even corporate businesses, was digital. Um, and digitals predates the internet properly uh, in the sense that when we talk about digital, we don't talk about on- online. Um, we're talking about computers themselves. And years ago, before you had computers and databases that held electronic information, everything literally was paper pushing. So when you said, oh, go and work in an office, you were classed as a paper pusher because that's mm. all you were doing. You're literally writing things down on paper and then mm-hmm. pushing it off to someone else. Now, where people nowadays like to work in offices, if they want to work in corporate or something like that, uh, because it's seen as glamorous, years ago, working in an office was not seen as glamorous. It was actually the one job people would avoid. People would rather work on in docks and various different other manual labor jobs over doing working in offices because working in offices back then wasn't a very pleasant thing. Unlike it is nowadays where you now, yes, everything's digitalized. But where I'm going with this is what Richard t- talked about before with regards to ye- um, yellow pages and using Google now in order to search for your information and your contacts and various different other things that you want to do. Years ago, you'd have things like encyclopedias. These would be books that would have been peddled probably through maybe someone literally doing a door-to-door sales. You'd buy like an encyclopedia set that would probably cost you about £80. And while it was great, it had great information in it, that information would run out of date extremely fast. Encyclopedia Britannica, stuff like that, yeah. Exactly. Now, when digital came out, these things started getting pushed into into computers. So you used to get in Carter, I think it was one of the first ever encyclopedias that were actually put on a computer. Um, and again, this is just before the internet really came out. Um, so you're talking around 1990 to 1994, before the internet was really even really available to most households. Um, and when you had these electronic sources, they realized they could use the internet to start updating them so people could start updating their Encarta versions. And that's really how the internet really started off. It started off realizing that they could, people could actually share information and the information now would be updated. Now you wouldn't have a, an informational source that would run out. Like back then, watching things like BBC documentaries was breaking edge because you were getting told information that was you know, up-to-date, relevant, et cetera, rather than have like some book that sat on your shelf for like eight years. And by the time you go to read it, it's probably out of date and it's not quite practically correct anymore. And that's really what's really changed. It's like nowadays, not, it's not just the fact even when you've got yellow pages, while it, yellow pages was great, the, date, the amount of times that you could phone um, a number, sort of like probably more towards the back of the year, and that business doesn't exist anymore, where now if you do a, a search, you're going to get relevant numbers and they're all probably going to be live as long as you don't go to a, like a website that doesn't constantly update themselves. But everyone is super concurrent with that and they know that they have to you know, keep that, their content new and fresh because people you know, crave that new and fresh content. That's one of the reasons why everyone's got their eyes online. They live their life online because where's everyone living? Where's all the information? Where's the facts? People crave information. They crave to actually learn and know how to do stuff. And while, yes, you can do that in a college and stuff like that, most of these things are you know free that you can do online. So you don't have to worry about firstly having to go to this college that might be down your road or it might be you know, 30 miles away that you have to travel just to get to the, get the information. Even nowadays, colleges have their information again online and you do online courses. 
everything is online. Everything you do from business to learning to, you know, like Rich said, get your food, everything. It's how the business, how everything's changed. <laughs> Order your takeaway on a Saturday night, Domino's pizza delivery, Chinese delivery. I mean, Christ, if you wanted to, you could live from your couch or your sofa. I'm looking after you Americans there, guys, just in case you're coming from uh, over the sea there. Don't worry, I got you covered too. But basically, you could. You could literally never leave your house and be constantly fed. You can order your supermarket delivery for delivery. You could go on your phone. And they give you even better. Some of them even give you like £50 off your first shop. So you could literally order your entire shop, never leave your house, be a complete hermit, and you'd be living quite comfortable. Whereas, haven't we come a long way since having to hunt for your food? I mean, geez louise. You know, back then I would have said that is primitive. But if we're escalating and we're moving ahead of the time so fast, in a minute, you're going to have your own personal bloody bot sat in your own house, serving you, telling you, every, you know, as your own butler. Imagine Batman, right, with uh, what, uh, Alfred, whatever his butler was. Imagine that as an android you know taking what? care of everything for you. There's, there's one thing with that as well, which I'll point out. And people are obviously scared about, like, robots and vr taking over their jobs etc etc one of the things that you know we crave for is you know that personal touch you know the um anything that gives makes our lives easier yet we don't realize just how much automated stuff and actually well we years ago said oh it'd be great to have a robot who could do all the cleaning and various other things realize like things like alexa things like sorry and all of those voice command type things they are robots. While they don't have a physical body, the stuff that they enable you to do, far beyond what you used to be able to do, just super succeeds what is possible. Now, will you have a robot in your house in even 20, 30 years time, or even 50 years time? I predict not. And I'll give, I could bore you to death with the reasons why that will never happen. Um, robots even right down the line is not gonna happen. Um, when we come to do robot type stuff, we, we do it for certain purposes. We'll never have it in our homes because we will never have the real need to have it on our homes. I think the nearest thing that you might ever get to it would be, uh, well, there are, have been things in your house. So you've got things like the robot Hoover, the robot um, lawnmower, um, and there's a few other different things. Now, that's the closest thing you're going to get to a robot, guys. Um, and burst your bubbly there. <laughs> If anyone disagrees with any of this or agrees, comment. Get involved. Let us know what you're. Let us know what you're thinking. We're happy to take either an agree or a disagree. Fire away in the comments box and get involved. Um, only thing I will say in regards to robots, before I come right off that subject, we did have a robot that used to mow our lawn for us. That was cool. I must be honest. That was pretty damn cool. Um, but other than that, it's like. No one here can possibly deny, this is the one thing we can all definitely agree on, about how attention is most certainly shifting to online. I mean, I mean, we can't deny it full stop because we have online businesses and our businesses predominantly sit there, you know, and we get traffic to our websites and making sales almost all the time. So it's pretty damn regular. And I mean, here's something really ridiculous for you, just to really knock this out the park. Did you know there's YouTubers, okay, that with just this thing here, reviewing gadgets 
are earning like 1.5 million constantly all the time on just sponsorship deals on basically just for doing these reviews sponsorships ad revenue you know again i think we've talked about this actually on previous videos on we have haven't we on previous discussions before we have plenty there's actually probably about three or four shows which i will plug a couple of them to the end of this show but yeah guys like there's tons of different things that you can do ranging from things that either your products or things that are other people's products it, it's like this is pretty common language these days guys so i really shouldn't have to talk too much about it but if you don't have a clue what i'm talking about go check out the previous videos and you'll get an idea of what i'm talking about right in a second which leads us perfectly on to topic number three and that is do you intend to capitalize on this so we've said quite clearly about how we all agree the world is changing do we not we agree attention is shifting onto here so lastly comment below and let us know are you actually going to capitalize on this and are you actually going to take advantage of this opportunity because i can tell you now that more and more people are jumping on this and more and more people are deciding that they're going to live like the fable digital life okay more and more people are doing this now there's going to come a point where it's going to gain saturation and you're someone's going to have to get a bit clever and then come up with a new way of utilizing the internet because we'll never run out of opportunities on the internet but we will run out of ways of doing so someone will then have to come up with a new methodology i mean the things like affiliate marketing and e-commerce i mean are a talk to death you know I've, I've bored people to death with it but the fact of the matter is that only so many people can sell dog treats right eventually until eventually you know if half the planet decided to do it it's going to get a bit crazy so someone's going to have to go out and get a bit venturous which is why i quite liked what someone did in our community they came out with baby chakras which i thought was beautiful and it was basically uh, if you're into meditation you understand a chakra it's basically like it's uh, an imaginary symbol which represents a part of the inside of your body basically so you've got things like the sixth sense you've got the brain the throat the heart the solar plexus etc and they had that on like on a little tiny shirt and a bandana and it was designed for babies right now how niche is that that is so niche that I doubt hardly anyone else has followed them and they probably have such a massive market share on Amazon. It's genius. I mean, that's where people then have to start getting clever and going, okay, we can still utilize these things that work, but we're going to have to go away from what everyone else is doing and decide to do something very slightly different, more niched, more to their own interest. This is why we were talking so much about things like, building something you're passionate about and, you know, literally <laughs> creating something that actually interests you and not just following the crowd. Yeah. To be fair, guys, it's, it's the only way that you'll truly make something that firstly you connect with. And then because you can connect with it, you can get other people to connect with it. It's, it's almost like trying to say, if you really wanted to in the kind of virtual world now, uh, 
you wanted to go out there and you wanted to sell, say, these headphones. So I've got these set headphones. Now, if I'd used this product and I really believed this was a great product, it would be so much easier to walk up to someone else in the street, even a complete stranger, and say, you want to try these headphones. They're absolutely amazing. And get literally almost try and put them on that someone's head compared to a person who has never had these headphones, gets told, here's your headphones, go, go and sell them. Never even tried them, never used them, don't know anything about the features. Imagine that person trying to sell that to some, a stranger in the street they've never met. Now, if they're a really good salesperson, they'll probably black the person's head off. But at the end of the day, they're not going to do it with the foot right intention, where a person who's actually used the product, who knows the product inside out, that can even give tips on, you know, little things that you can get, you know, do extra with you, the product that other people now you know and think about. I'm not sure what you'd do with headphones, but, you know, there's always something out there that you can do extra things with that when you're that passionate about it that other people just probably never thought of. So my point is, is really with regards to, you know, understanding and capitalizing on anything really do like the passion is the probably the most key fundamental anchor to the whole thing because if and like everyone says you have that passion in it it's a complete game changer to anything else that you know a thought or you might want to do or you see and try and follow the crowd all you're really going to do anyways, even if you go in to do something where it, it's trending at that time, being those trending products, they're there one second, they're gone the next, and then you have to find the next trend, and you're always going to be chasing the trends. Where if you do something that you generally great and love, who knows? The trend might hit you one day, but who, in the meantime, even if it doesn't hit, hit you, at least you're actually going to be doing something that you passionately love. And that's so much different than doing something that you either hate which 85% of people that have a job hate their job. Simple fact. And when it comes to things like that, that you kind of start thinking, well, you know, people spend most of their life in their job. Um, then, 70% you know, of our work, at 70% of our waking time, we actually spend working. Sad that. Sad. Do, you want to do, do you want to do something that you actually enjoy or do you want to do something that you genuinely feel sick? I mean, if you've got a job, I mean, I speak to people all the time. One person today generally enjoys it. And the first thing I say to them is, mate, stick to it. If you enjoy it, that's all what I'm about. I'm not here to try and preach. You must have an online business. I'm here to say to you very, very simply, if you hate something you're in or you are that dispassionate about it or you're in the situation that I was in where you were waking up physically feeling sick with knots in your stomach because you knew you were going for something that you were going to get screamed at by your boss or my life is going to be made a living hell to the point where, you know, when I had a day off, it was about the happiest day of my life. One again, it's it, right? If you're in that... Okay, guys, we're losing rich situation. So I'm just going to um, cut in there. As much as I'm empathetic for people that say yes, Rich, you're going really bad, dude. Um, all right, guys. So we're coming to the end Whoa, of the show um, for this. Um, sorry about the very end of the show. Um, it looks like our internet is <laughs> letting us down today. But guys, check out 
our previous shows. Check out the content. Please give us some comments below. I'm sure you've got plenty of comments on this particular topic and regards to the virtual world. Where are we today? Are we in the virtual world in our physical body or are we in the virtual world where are our, our, our computers on the internet doing those type of things? Because to me, when I'm on the internet, I feel I'm at home. I'm actually, you know, in my physical world where when I'm out in the real world, I feel lost sometimes because I feel a bit strange, you know, because even when I'm out there, I'm still in it on my mobile, like Rich said. We're usually on this so much that doing it right now. <laughs> even even when we don't want to be in the actual uh, internet, we are. So we'll leave you with that thought. Check out the comments, give us some questions, and we'll speak to you again soon. For myself and Richard, this has been another midweek bust up. Tell us your perspective in the comments below. And if you love everything there is to do with entrepreneurship and online business as much as we do, then hit the like button and subscribe to us on GigAxon. Click in the bell to ensure you get notifications when we go live. Thank you for joining us on today's show, and we'll see you again soon. Home moves with me where I roam. It's in every dream I make my own. I never. Every day will always bring me something new Something new.